Welcome to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm Tom Tony, and I'm really glad you joined me here for the podcast today. Have you ever felt like you were wasting time and effort? Ever felt like you were just spinning your wheels? No, no matter what you tried to do, you could not seem to move the needle. Maybe a project, a task, maybe a conversation, maybe a relationship. You're just having a hard time gaining any traction. No way you could get results. If you've ever felt that way, then this is the episode for you. Because today, I want to talk about how we can stop wasting time and effort. How do we do this? How do we get to the place where we feel like we're being productive and effective? Well, first, let's start with some, some good news, potentially. And that is this, is that if you've felt, ever felt that way, if maybe you feel that way today, you're not alone. We know that about 57% of the workforce today, when they feel stressed out, feel very unproductive and disengaged. And the truth is, is that the vast majority of people feel stressed out in the workplace today. And so we know that these feelings of unproductivity and ineffectiveness are rampant. We've all been through it. I've been through it as a leader, as a team member, as an employee, as a business owner. I've definitely felt that way before. And it's not its not how you want. You don't want to feel that way going through your day. You just, you don't think your best. We're not being most creative when we are, are feeling un, ineffective and unproductive. And so we have to figure out how can we just stop wasting time and effort? And I want to share a couple of thoughts with you on this today. So maybe, maybe you're a business owner just to kind of give you some different angles that you can hear this podcast from today. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you are self-employed. Maybe you're a team member. Maybe you're a manager. Maybe you are a CEO. No matter where you are in your organization, what I'm going to talk about today can have a tremendous impact on the confidence you have to lead, whether you're leading yourself, a team of 10, a team of 100. This is really going to help you become more engaged and more productive. So let's talk a little bit about some uh, some of the things that we know about how can we stop wasting time and effort. Now let me let me share with you uh, some statistic a statistic here on the idea of a feeling disengaged. We know that seventy percent check this out seventy percent of American employees today do not feel they are engaged at work, and we know that when someone does not feel engaged in their work, productivity plummets. It plummets. So what we have to do is we have to find a way to become engaged. How do we engage ourselves in the task at hand? How do we engage ourselves in that that difficult conversation? How do we engage ourselves in the planning session, in the retreat, in the strategy session, in the work, in the, the grind? How do we make sure that we stay engaged? Well, there are a few things I want to talk to you about on this front. And you're not going to be surprised by these coming out of me because this is the angle I talk about everything. It's clarity, it's alignment, and it's busting through the barriers. And you might say, well, it, it seems like you say that's the answer for everything. Well, there's a reason that I say that. It's because it largely is the answer for everything. I want to talk about this idea from several different perspectives today and how we can lean on it to help us become more engaged, increase our productivity, stop wasting time and effort. So how do we do that? Well, first of all, we have to understand that one of the reasons that we actually do waste time and waste effort is often a lack of clarity. In fact, you, you look at the stats and you're going to find that the vast majority, a huge majority of leaders and organizations today say that one of the biggest contributors to a lack of productivity in their businesses is a lack of clarity. It's bad communication, unclear communication, whether that's communication about the goal, about the task, about the expectations, even feedback on how performance is going. 
those things contribute to an environment in which team members feel disengaged. When we lack clarity, we are going to be more disengaged. We're more likely to uh, peel away from, we're more likely to go into hiding, uh, trying to uh, avert work, trying not to be engaged because we just don't know what we're doing. And, and nobody wants to be in a situation where they're not clear about what the outcome is supposed to be and how they're supposed to engage themselves. When we have clarity, we are more aggressive about engaging. So let's talk about this for just a, a quick second here. The idea of a lack of clarity. that we, when, you, when we're not clear about our goals, we're going to waste time and effort. And one of the reasons we're going to waste time and effort is because we just don't know where to put our energy. Think about this even from your a day off. Let's just say that your day off is Saturday. So you wake up Saturday and it's like you're thinking, finally, I have a day that I can just kind of do whatever I want. Um, and, and all of a sudden, all these lists start popping up in your head. Things that need fixed around the house, uh, cleaning out the car, running to get some groceries. All these to-dos start popping up. And on the one hand, you're thinking, well, I wouldn't mind being productive today and getting some stuff done around the house. But then you think, I'd also like to relax. I'd like to just take some time to chill out. And what happens is because this battle, this lack of clarity is going on in our mind, we often end up doing nothing that's satisfying. We neither do something productive, nor do we do something that's actually refreshing and life-giving. And we end up just kind of in this stalemate of disengagement. We don't, we don't know where to put our energy. What am I supposed to do? I know for me personally, one of the things that I experience in these moments is I end up doing a bunch of little things that don't add up to anything. And at the end of the day, I get a little frustrated by it. I'm like, man, alive, I just feel like I just wasted the day. If you've ever said that, if you've ever thought that, it's largely because we lack clarity. If we were just simply clear about what we were going to do, how we were going to use our time, where we were going to put our effort, it would change the game. That doesn't mean that we aren't going to have other things that are vying for our attention, vying for our resource of time and energy, but we can make a choice and we can say today, I'm going to go ride my bike. I'm going to put in 30 miles on my bike. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to trim the trees. I'm not going to take out the trash. I'm going to ride my bike for 30 miles today. And because of that clarity, we can become engaged in the moment. I can actually go get on my bike and enjoy the ride, enjoy the exercise, or I can trim the tree, whatever I decide to do. But the point is, is that we have to get clear about what matters. And if it's true, on our day off, it's definitely true throughout the work week and in our business and in our organizations. So clarity is the foundation of success. I know we talk about that all the time, but it's, it's so, so critically true that clarity really does help others to engage. It helps us to engage and others to engage as well. The second thing that we recognize is that often we waste time and effort because our our efforts are not in alignment with a clear vision. So we go back to the first idea of I'm not clear about what it is I want to do with my day. And because of that, we just end up doing a lot of little things that don't add up to much. And this happens all the time. So much effort. We're just, we call it busy work. I'm just out. I'm busy. I'm doing stuff. Uh, and in fact, one of the most frustrating things for me as a coach when I'm working with organizations and teams is when I Watch the process of, um, of accountability. We call it accountability, where we sit together as a group, we have a meeting, and somebody says, okay, we're going to talk about what our and goals are this week and what you got done last week, so go ahead and go. 
and everyone starts describing the things that they were supposed to do last week that they didn't get done and how they're going to roll all that up into this magic week that's suddenly going to get all that stuff and the things that are ahead of them they have to do. So, you know, last week wasn't enough of a week, but this week's going to be like that mega week where everything gets finished and accomplished. And and in it, there's just no accountability. There's no pushback at all to say, wait a minute, time out. What? Why were you not able to get that accomplished? Or why did you spend so much time on this piece when that's not really the thing that we've all agreed matters most? There's really very rarely accountability to alignment, to doing what really matters. And it's this this lack of alignment that causes us to just waste time and effort. We'll spend days and weeks going after things that in the end, they just simply don't have a profound impact. And so what happens is that uh, for the sake of feeling productive, we get really busy. And, and, and in doing this, we compound the problem because now we're busy and we feel like we're being productive, but we're not being productive. We're not really checking on whether or not we are productive because we're just busy. And that's what matters most is being busy. But that's not what matters most. What matters most is doing what matters most. It's what is aligned with the clear vision. And so now we've spent valuable resources on stuff that just doesn't really matter, doesn't really add up. Which brings me to the final piece of this thought, which is this, is that we start solving the wrong problems. So because we lack focus and therefore proper alignment, every issue becomes sort of a crisis that needs to be resolved. When it's it's just a little bit of clarity would give us focus on where we need to spend our time and what we need to actually be fixing. So rather than fixing everything, we fix the things that need to be fixed in order to move the project, the company, the organization forward. And that begins with being clear about what matters most and then aligning to that clarity and then allowing that to drive where we spend our time in solving problems, getting past the barriers that, that want to keep us from succeeding. So this really is how the CAB process works. I mean, it's, it's why it's systemic in everything that we do. So let me show you how this works real quickly here. Uh, you talk about, for example, leadership. How do I become a stronger leader? How does CAB help me become a stronger leader? Well, we know that the vast majority of employees today are disengaged in the workplace because they lack clarity. So as a leader, one of the first things you can do is become very focused and passionate about being a clear communicator. I have a tool on this. It's called the Communication Cycle Tool that'll help you become a clearer communicator. But clear communication is absolutely critical. Everyone's crying out for it. You want to be a strong leader? Learn to be a clear communicator. And then the second step of being a great leader is going to be hold your team accountable to align to the things that you're clear about, to the clear vision, the clear mission, the things that you spent time strategizing. You put all that time in the retreat to go away and spend three days creating the process and the strategy. Create accountability now. Hold everyone in alignment to that and be clear that this is how we're going to operate. We are going to do what matters. We're going to be clear about it and we're going to be passionate about it, and we're going to hold ourselves accountable to what matters. And then be a barrier buster as a leader. Dig in, do the work of solving the problems, getting past the barriers, engaging, not just engaging, but empowering and equipping and encouraging your team as they run into issues to really push past and create that atmosphere of barrier busting. Think about it from uh, handling personnel issues. So how does this apply to handling personnel issues? I've found in handling a lot of personnel issues myself and even difficult personnel issues, and that's actually one of the things I would talk about in this list is how do you have a difficult conversation? How does CAB help you have 
a difficult conversation, handle personnel issues. Well, if you're going to be handling a difficult conversation or a personnel issue, you need to be clear. You need to be clear about your boundaries. You need to be clear about what the, the path forward looks like. You need to be clear about the uh, policies and the procedures that are involved in the situation. Be clear about who you're talking to. Be clear about their perspective. Ask questions to gain clarity from them. That clarity is what's going to drive the next step, which is what? To align the process for moving forward to that clarity. Here's what we will do. Here's what we won't do. These are the boundaries we won't cross. These are the policies that come into play. So this is how we're going to align to that in this next season, in this situation. When you're clear, it gives you so much more confidence in aligning your effort and your resources to accomplishing that clarity. Think about it from the aspect of starting a business. Maybe you wanted to start a business. Well, I would highly recommend that you begin with being clear. Clear about what product it is that you want to provide, what service you want to provide, how you're going to provide it, what's going to be the culture of your business, what's going to set you apart from everyone else. Taking the time to get clear about that, then that's going to allow you to align your time and your energy and your resources to accomplishing that clear vision and mission. And then when you come up to a barrier, you're going to know a little bit better which ones need your attention, which ones don't. It's going to bring so much clarity to every one of those pieces. So not only in starting up a business, but think about a mission statement for your organization. Maybe you've been given the task of writing a mission statement for your team or even your whole organization. Clarity. What's it even mean to have a mission statement? Why do you need one? What's it going to do for you? How are you going to use it? How are you going to employ it throughout your team and your organization? How, how's it going to help to build culture? And then you can align to that mission statement when you are much more clear about why that mission statement matters. Now we can hold ourselves accountable. We can align our time and energy and resources and people and teams to accomplishing that mission. And that's going to give clarity to the barriers that we actually deal with and the ones that we bust and put energy and resources into eliminating so that we can succeed. So again and again, I come back to the CAB process in every conversation that I'm in. No matter where I'm coaching, no matter what I'm involved in, it comes back to these three things, clarity, alignment, busting barriers. This is how we stop wasting time and wasting effort. We get clear, we align, and we bust through the right barriers. So how do we practically do that on a day-to-day basis? Well, that's going to be the topic of the next episode. So until then, keep getting results.